Three to Us on St. Bonaventure by Father Anthony Meredith. On July the 15th, we celebrate the Feast of St. Bonaventure, who died on July the 15th, 1274. And uh, he was the great favourite in some ways, or great interest of the present Pope, who, in order to achieve what is required in Germany to be a professor, to get his Habilitationsschrift, decided to work on St. Bonaventure. And this cost him a lot of trouble and difficulty, but he got it in the end, and he says it was the most difficult thing he ever had to do. He was born in about the year 1217 in a place called Bagno Reggio in Etruria, and he became General of the Franciscans in 1257 when he was only aged 40, and then after that he uh, became a Cardinal and Bishop of Capua. And he wrote some wonderful works, which are still challenging and valuable in their structure and in their vision. Because he had the, the, the enormous power of having both a spiritual approach to life, which is not something which is divorced from a clearly articulated way of dealing with the subject. It wasn't simply a question for him of funny inside feeling, it was something which was connected very closely with very clearly articulated ideas and structures, some of which he had inherited from his ancestors in the spiritual life. And there are two particular works of his which call for our attention. One is called On the Threefold Way, and the other is called The Journey of the Mind into God. So the Threefold Way outlines basically three basic stages through which the human spirit has to go if it wishes to arrive at the knowledge and love of God. And these three are as follows. It's what's called purgatio, number two illuminatio, three perfectio. Purgatio means freeing oneself from sin. First of all, we have to purify our hearts in order that we may be in a position to understand God. And the second stage, in illuminatio, that is to say the knowledge of God, which is a consequence of our purification. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. In other words, we can't arrive at the knowledge of God if our lives are all awry and astray. We can't pretend to ourselves that we are getting closer to God because we happen to have some very interesting ideas about him. Those ideas have to be connected very closely with something more profound than that, that is to say, a beautifully lived life. So the first stage is purification, the second is illumination, and the third is what is called perfection, which is finally enjoying God, which takes place most perfectly once we have left this life and rise to another one in the life to come. So this is the three stages. These are not particularly original in, in St. Bonaventure. They can be found very easily in an author to whom he often refers, the pseudo-Dennis. And in his mystical theology, the same three stages are articulated. Purification, enlightenment, and perfection. Those three stages are absolutely vital for pseudo-Dennis and also for St. Bonaventure. And this work of his on the threefold way 
has been called a Meisterstock, an absolute masterpiece of the spiritual psychology. In other words, it's not simply a question of knowledge or learning or understanding, or even simply of moral purity, but it's a psychological introduction to the depth of the nature of God. And that's something which is exceedingly important for us. It's the demand of the upward journey. We can't journey upwards unless we, in fact, make it our business to take it all very seriously and to be prepared to take great pains in order not to miss what we aim at. It's a masterpiece of spiritual psychology. And the wonderful thing about the Bonaventure is it's all very, very carefully structured. It's not something which, as it were, is vague and elusive, which, in fact, doesn't demand any structure at all. It's something exceedingly clearly structured. And this is particularly clear in his great work, The Journey of the Mind into God. It's noticeable and very important that it's into God, not simply to God. We enter into God himself, and it's a very carefully structured work, and it refers to the simple fact at the very beginning of it that it was written after the death of St. Francis of Assisi, because he was, of course, a Franciscan. And it is broken up into six separate chapters, but it begins, chapter 2, we follow the stages upwards, which are articulated by the six-winged seraph, in the sixth chapter of the prophet Isaiah, as you move upwards into God, upwards into God, upwards according to the sevenfold condition of created things, which is the sevenfold testimony of divine power and goodness. And these things we can find if we look very carefully at the circumstances in which we find ourselves and the world in which we live. So chapter 2 is called The Vision of God through his imprints upon the world as we perceive it. His imprints on the world. God as the world leaves his imprints on the world, and if we have the careful attention, we can discover those imprints. And so by discovering the imprints, we can ourselves move closer to God. So we begin by inspecting the world around us, and having inspected the world around us, we gradually move upwards to the third stage, the vision of God through his image marked upon the natural powers, as our natural powers also reveal to us something of the imprints of God. We can find in ourselves, if we inspect ourselves, some knowledge of God, because that is what he made us like. He made us after his image and likeness, so we could not only go into the outside world around us and see what's going on there, we can also go inwards in order to find out what God is like, in order to become closer and closer to him. So those are the main initial stages. And then, of course, we come to the third stage, the vision of God in his image, reformed by gratuitous gifts, that when we receive the grace of God, we are in a position to know more closely what God is like. So you've got three stages so far, the world around us, our own souls and our own souls as reformed by the gratuitous gifts, the grace of God, which has enabled us to go that far upwards in our search for the journey into God. So we're getting closer and closer to Him, 
And this is all very carefully worked out in chapter 5, which is the fourth stage. The vision of divine unity through its primary name, which is being. So we go upwards now, beyond grace, to the divine unity. God is one. That's the next stage, our awareness that God is one. And the next stage after that is, as you would perhaps imagine, God is also three. He is unity and trinity at the same time. The vision of the blessed trinity in its primary name, which is the good. Blessed trinity is the final stage before we reach the ultimate goal of our journey upwards, the mental and mystical dissociation in which rest is given to the intellect through a complete affection, by which through mental dissociation one passes over totally into God. You pass over totally into God. That's the final stage, the aim of the journey of the mind into God. He ends this work, My flesh and my heart is lacking, O God of my heart, eternal God whom I have chosen. May God be blessed forever, and may all the people say, Let it be so, let it be so, let it be so.